Shut up and sit down. Welcome along to the Seven Day Brew. My name is Ernest, and it's a joy to have you here with me. If this is the first time that you are on the podcast, I want to tell you more about what it's all about. The Seven Day Brew hopes to give you a rundown of the news that is coming up in the next seven odd days. We've got a busy one coming right up, so stick around, hang in there. Here we go on the Seven Day Brew. Oil prices have recovered from the record low, but will it stick? That's the question on the minds of many, as the OPEC ordinary meeting gets underway on Wednesday, November 30th. Crude oil prices slid to a 10-year low of $26.55 US dollars a barrel in January this year. The slump in prices had a major impact on Singapore's economy, with companies unable to sustain costs given the low prices. Singapore is amongst the top three export refining centres of oil, and the industry accounts for 5% of the country's GDP. However, oil prices are set to stay at current levels of around $40 to $50 a barrel as an agreement to limit output is expected from the forthcoming ordinary meeting. Some member states such as Iran and non-members Russia have suggested that they were for such a deal. And should the deal succeed, analysts expect the global oil surplus to shift into a deficit by the middle of next year. A deficit will help support prices globally and the country's GDP, but it will also mean that your next flight out of town is going to cost a little bit more. Here we go, the Brulatin. Over in Thailand, Crown Prince Maha Wajira Longkong will be confirmed as the new King of Thailand on Thursday, December 1st. He is expected to endorse a new military-drafted constitution and appoint his team of senior royal officials. The Crown Prince has not enjoyed the same level of popularity as his late father. The late King Bumipol was an important figure of unity over the past few years of political instability. The Crown Prince will have to negotiate a path for his country's future with the current military-led government as it works towards restoring a democratic system of politics. But till then, Thailand's struggles with a fractured political landscape held together by its latest military junta from its 20th-odd coup under the late king's reign. Indonesian President Joko Widodo has not had the best of months at work as the country and him brace for yet another round of protests on Friday, December 2nd. Protests began a month ago as protesters called for the resignation of Jakarta's Christian governor, Basuki Tahaja Marnama, who is accused of insulting the Holy Quran. The governor is the first Christian and ethnic Chinese in the office and has made comments about his opponent's use of the Quran in political campaigning. He has since apologised. The protest was the biggest in recent years and briefly turned violent. One person was killed and more than a hundred wounded. President Widodo sought to reassure investors and show unity within his political coalition, but it seems that religious tensions will continue to simmer till February next year, when Governor Purnama is due for re-election. Back home, your daily commute could either get a little more convenient 
or a little more squeezy. That's because folding bikes and personal mobility devices will be allowed on trains and buses throughout the day from Thursday, December 1st. The announcement comes from the Land Transport Authority as part of efforts to encourage walking, cycling and riding of public transport as the best ways of commuting around Singapore. This trial will last till May next year. The latest US employment report will be released on Friday, December 2nd. This report will be important given that the Fed is set to increase interest rates in December. They expect a monthly employment gain of around 165,000 jobs, but anything less than 120,000 could leave the rate hike in jeopardy. Finally, what's a good week without a referendum, especially when the fate of the European Union is on the line? Italians head to the polls on Sunday, December 4th in a referendum that some analysts suggest could spell their departure from the EU. That's because Italy's pro-EU Prime Minister Matteo Renzi has promised to resign if the referendum fails. Sunday's referendum will introduce major reforms in the Italian government which is said to be the largest and costliest parliament in the world. It currently consists of a perfect bicameral system that gives equal powers to both its chambers, which often leads to political gridlock. The referendum will radically reduce the Senate's powers, but it will retain its veto on constitutional amendments, while everyday bills will only have to pass the lower chamber of deputies. The possible resignation of the Prime Minister could make way for the Eurosceptic Five Star Movement to gain power. That party has pledged to call another referendum if it gets into office to ditch the EU. That's all for this week. Thank you for joining me again on The 7 Day Brew. Remember to subscribe via iTunes or the podcast app. You have that on your phone. Or you can do it through SoundCloud as well. Feedback is important, so share your thoughts with me in the comments or email me at 7daybrew at gmail.com. In Asia, you can also hear me on Fox Sports News this week on the Evening Bulletins. So till the next brew, I'm Ernest Puey. <laughs>